Hello and welcome back. Uh, it's been a couple of months since I've been here and I want to give you guys an update on what's going on with me. Um, the last time I was talking to you all, I was giving you the update on the MRI and the rheumatologist. So I do have a new rheumatologist and I did go see the new rheumatologist and so he's um, getting all my uh, paperwork, uh, medical records, and uh, so he can be able to understand and help me with this osteoporosis and where we're going to go from there. So I get to see him uh, next month. So he should have all the paperwork and everything he needs. And um, when I was in the hospital, uh, the doctor was telling me that I, it was a lot of fluid build up on me, on my neck and everything. And um, so uh, I did was able to get to release the fluid because they was talking about putting in a drainage tube if I didn't release the fluid from the medication that they was giving me. But the medication actually worked. And um, when I uh, released uh, the fluid, they uh, sent me home on the oxygen. So when I went to go see my pulmonologist, um, he did a PFT test. He did a uh, six-minute walk test. And um, and it showed that as uh, long as I'm at rest, my pulse rate is fine, my oxygen level is fine. But once I start moving, uh, my pulse rate skyrocket uh, to like 150, and my oxygen level dropped down to like 70. So he recommended that I um, use the oxygen during the day as uh, needed when I'm moving around, but I will have to sleep with it at night to help continue to release the fluid that I have built up in my lungs. And come to find out that I had pneumonia. That's the problem that I was having. I thought it was my pulmonary fibrosis was flaring up, but no, it was pneumonia. So uh, I've been working on doing everything that the doctor uh, suggested I do. And um, it's been working it, because uh, my pulse rate now runs about 75 and my oxygen level between 99 and 100. So that's good from where it was in June, in July. So um, around the end of July, it started clearing up a lot better. And then my daughter had got this herbal tea called Food for the Blood, and I've been drinking that ever since I had got out the hospital. So I'm thinking that it's had something to do with it because it's all herbal and it's supposed to help uh, with immune efficiency. So I will uh, put a link in the description so if you want to check it out, you can check it out for yourself. But like I said, um, it's an acquired taste, I, you know, because it's all natural. There's no additives or anything in the tea. And um, with my lupus, it's, um, my skin is getting more sensitive. 
I, um, most people come out with a butterfly, butterfly, butterfly rash. Sorry about that. Uh, but I have like the skin redness. I get the uh, irritation from the, the sunlight. I itches and uh, I notice now that uh, I'm having hair loss. Not drastic, but I can notice around my um, hairline is beginning to fade away. And um, in my skin, it changes uh, color. It's uh, around my mouth area. It's lightening up. Sorry about the noise. It's the long people. And um, and I try to avoid the sunlight as much as possible. If I don't have to go out, I don't go out, you know. And I only go out now. It is for doctor's appointments and to church. But since this um, pandemic don't got worse, I have limited myself of going to church now. So I just, um, I catch it online. But uh, like I say, you know, lupus um, is another one of my autoimmune deficiencies. That's the first one that they told me about. And then all the rest of them came in after they told me about that one. But I was diagnosed at one time with all of these autoimmune deficiencies. And as the years have, I have been diagnosed with more um, illness. And um, what, 2019, I was diagnosed with colon cancer. This year, I was diagnosed with osteoporosis. A lot more coming back through again. Sorry about that. But uh, since I changed my way of eating, uh, it seems to help also with my lupus because um, uh, I'm not, I don't have a lot of information like I used to. I can actually see my knuckles. I can actually see, you know, my ankles are not swollen like they normally is. And I have been dealing with this information for uh, about 18 years. In October, I've been dealing with all of this for 19 years. But uh, like I said, I noticed a lot of things have started changing with me, uh, like with the information uh, I changed my uh, eating habit. I started doing the Mediterranean diet, and I started that back in uh, 2019. And this year, I noticed a lot of big difference in me, you know, when to my, you know, appearance, like the swelling. And like I said, I used to couldn't even see my knuckles. You know, that's how bad my hands were swollen. And now I can actually see my knuckles <laughs> and it's amazing you know what little things that you can do to help 
yourself and and by me changing my diet and I keep a food journal also so I know what flares me up and what not to eat anymore because a lot of times I do get flare ups and then I I go back and I look I'm like okay what did I eat today okay so that I won't prepare that that meal anymore or that that Pacific food I won't eat it anymore because I noticed that different foods that I eat does set up a lot of inflammation on my body and it makes me tired and makes me fatigued and and I be in a lot of pain and since I uh, been doing this tea my pain level have changed a lot also because for me before I started drinking this tea a good day for me was a seven now my pain level is down to like a two some days is down to zero I don't have no pain you know no joint pain I specifically put it like that no joint pain but you know I feel good you know about myself that you know I doing something to help me you know to get back on track and like I say if you know anyone that's going through the same thing you know let them listen to my podcast or find me on YouTube and you can no see you know because when I first started out on this they had me on prednisone and I took so much prednisone till I was I, I blew up and my face looked like a little fat chipmunk and after they realized that after I realized that the prednisone wasn't working I had them to take me off of it so it took me years to release all that weight I had built up and now I'm back to my almost back to my normal size before I got ill <laughs> and I'm really proud of myself but like I said you know it took years to get to this point and I went through all different types of diet pills that the doctor put me on different diet regimens you know the whole 30 the keto diet I tried all those they didn't work for me so I decided I love pasta I love seafood and I was checking out the Mediterranean and that fitted my lifestyle so I like I said I started in 2019 with that and now within from 2019 to 2021 I have released 56 pounds so and that's just for me doing the Mediterranean diet for two for the last three years so I am really proud of myself and if you have tried all other different uh, diet regimen give the Mediterranean one to try it's a different type of lifestyle but you have to want to do that lifestyle and I stick to it I still have my meats and stuff like that but I fix it I use uh, different types of seasoning I came up with my own blend of seasoning that I can use that will fit with my whole Mediterranean style so it's it's a 
like it's a life changing experience and with this lupus you know you have to be very careful because you know certain foods do give you information so you need to know which food to avoid and I use a lot of turmeric it's good for information and I eat a lot of vegetables and fruits and fish I every now and then I have pork I eat chicken every and once a month I have red meat and that's that's my diet you know my lifestyle now but um when I go back to see my doctors uh, I will come back and give y'all an update on the information that they have gathered to try to tell you no know, help me through this and uh, I don't know if I told you guys I do have a, a new internal medicine doctor and uh, he seems to be okay we on the same page of me you no know, trying to stay healthy as much as possible and uh, he's you know willing to work with my other doctors and all of us is planning to try to come up with a game plan that's you know that's gonna help me not be so stressed or you know and try to make my life more comfortable because I know there's no cure for none of these autoimmunes that I have not a cure but I can try to keep myself comfortable where I won't stress myself out and make myself sick and worse and where I won't be around because you can do that also when you stress a lot. Stress would kill you. I learned that back in 2000 and what, 2000? Yeah, back in 2000. I learned that the stress would kill you because I was going through a bad divorce and it was horrible. And the doctor looked at me and told me, whatever it is, let it go because it's going to kill you if you keep holding on to it. So, like I said, I have learned that don't stress about the small things. Something that you don't have no control over, let it go. And that's what I do now. I just let it go. I have released what doesn't benefit me anymore. And that comes to any everything, people, you know, family. I, I just, you know, if you not, well, you know, I'm not a drama type person. If you got to have drama in your life to be happy, I don't need to be around you. So I pull myself away from stuff like that. And that helps my illness a lot too because I don't have to be stressed out listening to that nonsense so you know just realize what you have and be grateful for what you have and be thankful because that I am and like I said I, when I was in the hospital I didn't know what was going to happen you know how long I was going to be there but I was blessed that I was only there for four days I came home with oxygen and now I'm working myself off the oxygen because like I said, if the if my heavenly father wanted me to be on oxygen the rest of my life, I can accept that. 
but I don't think that's what I'm here to be on oxygen. When it's time for me to be there to that point, yes, I can accept that. But right now, I have too much to do to to sit back and pity myself and worry myself to the point where I can't get myself back strong enough to be able to do things I love to do, especially with my grandson. And he did not like the oxygen. He don't like it. He, when he first seen me with it, he like, Nana, why you got that thing up your nose? And like I told him, hey, don't you get one when you go in the hospital, when you have your asthma attack and stuff? But he don't like it. So it's, um, it's been two months since I have been able to hang out with him. And he was with me last week. He came and spent the whole week with me. And I told him, I said, well, now I have to sleep with the, the oxygen. He like, okay, I just take care of you. So he's getting better at want to be around me with that. As long as I, you know, because once he go to sleep, I put it on. So he don't have to see it. And I wake up before he do anyway. And so I take it off before he wakes up. So it works out. And like I said, during the day, I only use it when I have to. But, you know, the week he was here, I didn't have to use it during the day. And that was a blessing because I got a chance to bond with him. And we had a great time. But, you know, it just that everything that I'm going through, I look at it as a lesson, a challenge. And I love challenges. I love to, you know, try to figure out a better way of doing things, a better way of living. Because uh, life is too short to be not living your life. And with this pandemic now, it's really making it hard for people that, you know, want to stay safe to stay safe, you know, and I look at it like this, for me to stay safe is to stay in my house. I only go out when I have to go to the doctor. I don't go grocery shopping anymore. I have it delivered. So it just, with my autoimmune deficiency is so bad, I would not take those shots, those, vac those va vaccine shots, I'm not going to take them because I already get got getting one antibodies, and that's my chemo. And they're not guaranteeing me that this is not going to affect me and my chemo, so I'm not going to take it. They're just point blank, so I stay in the house. And when I go out, I wear my mask, and I have my sanitizer. So when I come home, I immediately change clothes, put them in the wash, take a bath. So whatever germs and stuff that's on me, I try to get it off me. I don't, I mean, straight in doing that before I even go in my kitchen or anything. I go straight to my bathroom and clean myself up because I've been out in the public. I don't know, you know, germs attached to you. So like I said, I take them out, put them in the machine and wash them. So, you know, that's another good tip. So if you're out and about, and especially if you wear your mask and stuff, hey, get disposable masks. Throw them in the trash and 
tie them up and put them out for the, the trash to be picked up. I don't keep stuff like that lingering around because it's not safe. I want my house to be safe where I feel safe in my house. And when my grandson come over, I want him to feel safe when he here. So I don't have to worry about him getting sick or anything like that because I didn't do what I supposed to do. And I'm just asking everyone out there, be safe and think. As my grandmother used to say when I was growing up, and she used to tell all her grandkids, use your head more than a hat rat. Think before you act. Namaste.